Hello guys, what's up? It's uh, me, Cody. Welcome back to the fucking podcast. Um, hope you're having a swell Wednesday. Hope it's just going swimmingly for you today. Uh, this is going to be another another sweaty, I don't know if you're watching this on YouTube or not, but it's going to be another sweaty video for me. It's going to be a sweaty summer, I think. I can feel it already. It's just so hot. It's not even sunny out. It's just like like... Uh, like humid and just disgusting, you know? Feels like we're in Florida, you know? I, every, every third episode, I have to bag on Florida <laughs> at least once. And if you've been listening for a while, you know that's very true. Um, I want to start this podcast off with just an interesting little tidbit um, of info for you, if you're, if you're at all interested in this. Probably won't be, but this is very interesting for me. So I've started filming these with my uh, DSLR and if you've ever filmed with a DSLR for a while, I don't know why you would, though. Really, this is the only scenario scenario you'd film for, like, over half an hour is when you're doing a podcast. Or I guess, like, recording, like, a lecture or something. But why would you bring your DSLR to a fucking lecture hall? That would be weird. You'd be the guy with the, with the camera in. People would be like, okay, dude, you're, what are you doing? Recording the fucking lecture with a DSLR? A little bit keen, Okay. Fucking nerd. Anyways, don't do that. Don't bring a DSLR to the lecture hall. Otherwise, you're going to be the weird dude. Everyone's going to think you're the fucking photographer from Portland, right? That carries his DSLR with him at all times in order to capture that moment just in case it happens. That special candid moment. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, so anyways, if you've ever tried to record a podcast or something similar for over half an hour, you'd know that the DSLR turns off. It stops filming automatically after 30 minutes, which is the most annoying thing ever because then you get this, I don't know if you watched the last one I did, the, the weekend edition with Noel and I, but it happened twice because we filmed for like an hour and 13 minutes or something. So I had to like fucking turn it on and then you get this weird break in the video and it's just ruined. It's not ruined, but you know, it makes it, it's just annoying. It's annoying. And I'm like, why the fuck does this happen? Turns out I did a little bit of research. Uh, you know, a little bit. Googled it for about 20 seconds and found this out. It's like, basically, DSLRs are cameras. They're not, they're not technically video cameras, which I guess matters for tax reasons. So when they're, like, importing them, I guess, like, a video camera tax is higher so if they rec- if they are able to record for over 30 minutes then that means they're technically a video camera. <laughs> there you go. Who would have thunk? God damn it. Wait, I got to close my balcony. Hold on 2 seconds, please. Um now it's going to get even sweatier now that I close that. Oh yeah, baby. We're in for it. It is going to be hot. This is going to be a steamy podcast. What if I just did this whole thing in ASMR? I, I, I was watching fucking ASMR videos the other day. I, could, I didn't even believe that this is, a, this is a fucking genre. I know I'm way behind on this. I know it's been a thing, and I've heard that phrase many times, ASMR. I know it's a thing. I know people like there's a certain sounds that make your skin tingle or whatever, and people on Reddit freak the fuck out about them or something. I don't know. Um, but I didn't realize it was like a genre on YouTube. This girl, this girl DM me, this YouTuber, she DM me and she was like, she was like, Hey, uh, can you give me the name of the guy who masters your 
podcast, I want to do the same thing to my ASMR videos. I have a whole AMS, ASM, ASMR channel. And uh, I was, he was like, you have a whole channel? I checked it out. She's got a whole fucking channel just of her whispering into the mic. And they get like hundreds of thousands of views. I was watching this shit. I couldn't, I, what the fuck is the point? I was watching the videos like, yo, speak up. I can't hear what the fuck you're saying. And one of them, she was eating sushi. She'd order this big platter of sushi. And she was talking about the sushi, talking about which one she was going to eat next. And then she would eat it into the mic. But it's like, I, I, could, I couldn't hear anything. <laughs> I wanted to know what kind of sushi she was eating, but I couldn't hear it. I turned it up all the way. Still couldn't fucking hear it. And like she would go to different sides of the mic like this. I don't know if it's working right now. I don't know. It has to be in like stereo or something, I think. She would go to the different sides of the mic like this. And you could hear it in each ear. But it's like, what, why are you doing this? Why not just talk in a normal voice about the sushi? Why not do that? I want to know about the sushi. I don't want to hear you whispering about it. Hundreds of thousands of views these things had. Is it like a fetish thing? Are people, are people jerking off to this stuff? People cranking the old horn? You know? Polishing the helmet to this stuff? Are they? I mean, I, that's kind of my only... Like watching a hot girl whisper into a microphone. That must be like... It must be like a sexual thing. Do you think... How about that? Do you think the people who watch those, they get off? Like when they're with like a real life partner, they get off by them like whispering. <laughs> like dirty talking into their ears, but whispering it oh yeah i'm gonna fuck you so good oh yeah quieter quieter say it quieter <laughs> i'm gonna fuck you quieter it's too loud oh my god i am sweating <laughs> i mean i'm sweating how's that you getting turned on um yeah it was weird dude just whispering into the mic I don't know. I don't get it. But it fucking makes me think I should start an ASMR channel. Just going to pump out some money. If I, can, if I could pump out a couple hundred thousand views on each one of these videos, I wouldn't swear, right? So YouTube wouldn't hate me. Oh, yeah. Could generate some cash flow, baby. Who would have thought you could monetize whispering? Who would have thought that? No idea. It's very weird. Do you think like... When people first started, the people who started YouTube, do you think if, if you were to tell them, yo, I'm from the future, by the way, 2017, pretty dope year. Um, I mean, I had a lot of shits happen in the world, unfortunately, but like all in all, pretty solid year for me, I guess. Anyways, uh, so I know you're just inventing the YouTube website. It's going to be a big thing. It's going to be really big. Uh, it's going to be so big that there's going to be weird genres of videos like people are going to make a ton of money off whispering into a microphone and eating sushi and talking about it in a whisper voice like this they'd be like all right shut it down shut it down or like or like i know i've talked about this before but there's like these videos where they it's like the sims but it's like a soap opera about like what they use fake people like from the sims and they just like create these fake storylines people get like really into them and there's instagram accounts now i know i've talked about this before but i was looking for them the other day because i want to do a video on this shit 
There's Instagram accounts where it's just pictures of Sims. And the person running the Instagram account gives them names and establishes establishes them as characters. And they tell this story throughout every single picture that they post. And it's basically like this, like this soap opera, but in picture form with fake people. Like virtual people. And they have followers. People are into it. People are tagging each other in the posts, being like, oh my God, I can't believe that Janice, like it's weird. I know I've, I'm not going to get into this again because people complain that I fucking talk about the same shit over and over on my podcast, but I'm just one guy. Okay. I only have so much mental capacity for this shit. And this is something I've been thinking about a lot. (laughs) Why do people have Sims accounts? Someone sent me a really good one one time and I lost it. So if you have any, if you follow any of these fucking Sim accounts with a ton of followers, I want to make fun of one because it's so funny. Like they have like babies and stuff and they cheat on each other and people are so into it. They're like, wow, I cannot believe Anna cheated on Consuet. No, I can never think of names when I need them on the podcast. Jack. It's weird. Just watch a soap opera. Watch real people. Why you got to watch fake people? Why are you so invested in a virtual person? Doesn't even look like a real person. Looks fake as shit. <laughs> Shitty graphics. Remember that, uh, that? That was that was a thing growing up. I mean, maybe for me, just because I growing up, I played video games and then I stopped. So maybe it's still a thing for you if you still play video games. But like. When the Xbox came out and the PS3 or whatever, PS2, Xbox 360, all of those, it was always like, it was always like about the graphics, how much better the graphics got. So that made you feel like you were shooting real people in Call of Duty, <laughs> or like in Gears of War, the game I used to play, shooting real locusts. It's like you're shooting real human-sized locusts. They look real. The graphics are so good. It's all about the graphics. You get you get in the, you cop in that new Xbox, dude. I heard the graphics are off the chain, man. So much detail in those graphics. Feels like you're really in a war. I've PTSD from playing Xbox. That's what it's going to be with VR, dude. It's just going to feel like it's real. You're going to be playing Call of Duty and you're going to like have to save one of your close friends and it's just going to be like a real life Saving Private Ryan or something. I've never seen that movie, but I'm assuming that's what happens in that movie. You know what's a good war movie? Hacksaw Ridge. Good ass movie. Nothing else to say about that. Just, just. Okay, it's already 11 minutes into the fucking podcast, and I haven't even, I haven't even talked about what I wanted to start with. Okay, so last episode I talked about the fact that I had to go to like a screen movie screening. Just drop that little fucking Hollywood bomb. You know, I'm so Hollywood. Just like, yeah, got to go to a movie screening. Got a jet, guys. Sorry. Got to f- stop recording my podcast that I record alone to go to a Hollywood movie screening. How fucking, how like 27-year-old male comedian is that? Anyways, so you know the phrase, act like you've been there? This is going to be the complete opposite of that phrase the antithesis if you will and I don't know if this is 
in bad form to talk about this or to give this story. It probably is. It probably is, honestly. But I, I have to tell it because it's, it's, it was so fucking cool for me. Um, my, so like I had to, I got invited to this movie screening at my agency and, um, I went and I accidentally went an hour late because I'm a dumbass and I missed the whole thing. Right. A couple days later, I get an email from my agent. He's like, Hey, uh, they're screening the movie again over at the Soho house. Um, why don't you go to that one instead? Since you missed the last one. And I was like, okay, sure. And he was like, Seth Rogen is hosting it. And I was like, Whoa, that's dope. Had never, I've only been to the Soho house in Hollywood, like one time. And I've never been to the movie theater. It's like in the back. So I didn't even know what, what this would entail. I was like, yeah, this just sounds dope. Soho house is cool. It's bougie. Makes you feel like you're famous, even though you're fucking not. And uh, I was like, oh, let's do it. Let's fucking do it. So I brought my friend. We get there and uh, we sit down. The movie theater is sick, by the way. Super dope. Uh, do you guys know what the Soho house is? It's like a social club. And it's all over the world. Um, there's one in West Hollywood. When you're there, you like can't use your phone and shit because well, you can't like take pictures because like there's so many famous people there all the time. Um, and uh, and and there's a movie theater in the back, and I've heard it's really cool. I hadn't been to it. It was really cool. I can confirm that now. It's like it was like this small room, but like super cozy, um, giant red felt comfy seats. Like that are all, you know, like recliners or whatever. And there was like a little bar there where you can get like drinks for free. All in all, just a cool environment to walk into. Um, I get there and I see Hannah Hart, I think it was, the YouTuber. Uh, she's sitting there with someone. And then that was it. We were pretty early. So we got a seat in the back. But very small room. There's only like six rows of seats. And then I'm sitting there and fucking Blake and... Adam from Workaholics walk in and they sit down like right in front of us. So I'm like, oh shit. And if you guys, I don't know if you know what Adam looks like, but we kind of look exactly the same. <laughs> um, it's just weird seeing my doppelganger. I guess I'm his doppelganger. No, he's my doppelganger. He's the more famous one. I mean, I'm not famous, but he's like, you know, I don't know which version of that is less insulting to him, but go with that one. And Blake from Workaholics. And then the guy from Shameless, the... um. Uh, the dude, the, 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 uh, what's her name? The neighbor's boyfriend, the the bartender, he walks in giant dude, by the way, way fucking bigger in person, like jacked. He walks in and I was like, oh damn. Cause I watched shameless too. recognize him. I was like, this is getting fucking crazy. Okay. This is getting very too Hollywood for me. It's like, you know, you know, like if you've never been to LA and you picture it as like this place you go and you just see fucking celebrities everywhere. It's not really like that. I've, I haven't really seen. I saw Tom Green once in a cafe around here. We're taking a quick break to thank our sponsor, TMG Studios. And before you say anything, yes, it's completely fine that my own production company sponsored my own podcast. Daddy's got to scratch his own back sometimes. When you sign up for TMG Studios, you don't just get ad-free episodes of Insanely Chill. You get all of our shows ad-free. And with the Studios tier you get access to hundreds of unfiltered bonus episodes from our other shows like Brooke and Connor and TMG. So go to tmgstudios.tv and sign up for TMG Studios tier to get access to ad-free and bonus episodes. Um, The first time I ever came to LA as a small child, I thought that I was going to see a bunch of celebrities and the only person I saw was Chuck Liddell, (laughs) the UFC fighter, which was dope for me at the time because I was watching, that was when UFC, the show was on, like the reality show. 
and he was like on the show and I saw him in a Starbucks and I kind of freaked the fuck out. He's huge in person. I don't know if that is of interest to you in any ways. Anyway, so um, at this point, very starstruck, right? Then fucking Moshi Kasher walks in, who is like uh, my favorite comedian right now. I'm reading his fucking book. Um, so that was weird. Like to, I'm like literally reading this guy's book like right now. Well, no, not right now. I'm not like obviously recording it, reading it right now. But it's just weird. It's like about his life story. And so I know those things about, I'm just like learning about his life story. And he walks in with uh, Natasha, what the fuck is her name? Really, really famous comedian. Natasha, comedia, comedian. Natasha Leggero. Um, They walk in together. And then it's fucking, um, so I'm like, now I'm like even freaking out even more. And then fucking, all of a sudden, Seth Rogen walks in with Kevin Hart and Kevin Hart's wife, and they sit right beside us. Imagine that. I didn't know what to do. I, I was like, do you, I, you know, I was like texting my buddy. I was like, yo, what the fuck? Kevin Hart just sat down beside me. He was like, dude, what are you doing? I was texting Noel. Noel was like, bro, shake some hands. I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do it. I feel so fucking weird about that shit. I don't know. What am I going to say? Hey, what's up? Good to meet you. I'm a YouTuber. Like, I, or, I don't know. I don't know. It feels weird. Maybe I'm just a pussy. I'm probably just a fucking pussy. It was cool as shit, though. It really was. And, like, during the movie, the movie was going on, and I was, like, trying to see what parts they were laughing at. <laughs> so lame, dude. So lame. Oh. It's like, you know, when someone is trying to impress someone else and they're watching something or they're watching a movie together or something and, and you keep looking to make sure like they're laughing at the parts that you think are funny because <laughs> you like want their, or like, you know, when in a group of people, when someone is trying to impress someone else, when you can see them every time they think they say something funny, they look at that person to see if they laughed, you know, it's like that. I'm like looking over at Kevin Hart after I laughed at something being like, did he find it funny? Because maybe we have the same sense of humor, which means maybe I could make it as a comedian as well. Oh, so lame. So lame. That's how you know I just was not meant to be at that fucking screening. I can guarantee you nobody else has done a f- <laughs> six-minute long podcast rant about this. This is what I'm saying. It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's poor form, right? To talk about like celebrity sightings or whatever. Just act like you've been there. But I can't. Because I didn't deserve to be there. Or maybe I did. But I don't think I did. Anyways, it was really fucking cool bumping shoulders with those people, you know? Afterwards, um, we were down at the valet waiting for um, our cars. And I, I always get it. <laughs> I always get embarrassed at the Soho House. Because you're down there and you're waiting around with like eight other people for your cars. And the valet will just bring G-Wagon after G-Wagon after G-Wagon. And then my dusty fucking Mazda pulls up. Now, I know... The Mazda 3 is the champagne of cars. But it's the champagne of, like, middle-tier cars. Right? When you're, when you're going up against fucking G-Wagons and, and Porsches and Audis and, you know, Koenigseggs and Bacardis and, and, you know, Fondas. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? The Mazda, it just doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't hold its weight. It doesn't impress as much as it usually does. That's the right way to put it. 
So it's like G-Wagon, G-Wagon, G-Wagon. Uh, and then my fucking dusty Mazda pulls up. It, or, or no, what happened first was fucking Kevin Hart pulls up in his white Ferrari and rolls down his window and makes fun of all of us for still standing there like waiting for our cars because he like cut the line or something because his car is obviously the dopest one there. He like he was wearing a white shirt, like matched his shirt. <laughs> and then someone pulls away in a fucking old Corvette and someone, you know, it was like Audi, whatever. We're standing there waiting around. And uh, this other dude that I recognize, he's in a TV show. I forget what he's in. Um, really funny dude, though. He's a comedian, I'm pretty sure. I forget what he's in. I've tried looking it up. I can't figure it out. He turns around and he thinks that my buddy, in, in the last scene of this movie, there's a male stripper. And this guy turns around and he thinks my buddy Adam looks, is the male, is the actor that played the male stripper in the, in the last scene. Like, literally, he turns around and goes, oh, dude. You were great in the very end of that movie. You had a great line there. And we both thought that he was joking at first because he's like a comedian, dude. So my buddy's just like, oh, thanks. And he's like, yeah, no worries. Seriously, no, it was really funny. We're both like, oh, he's not kidding. Oh, my God. What do we do? (laughs) Do we just play it off? Like, this is, okay, let's just play it off like you're the actor. And then, you know what I mean? Just to not, like, blow things up with this fucking dope-ass comedian. So that's what we did. He was like, thanks. He turned around. I was like, he really thought that was you. And he was like, I know. And I was like, you could never be an actor. He's like, I know. I was like, you're not funny or charming enough in the slightest. He's like, I know. Well, that's a little bit insulting, but I know. Anyways, and then Seth Rogen's car pulls up and it's a fucking like Toyota RAV4 or something. And then my Mazda pulls up and it made me feel a little bit less. It was cool. It was cool. It was a fucking cool night is what I'm trying to say. It was really cool. Sorry if that was a little bit too Hollywood for you. Um, that, I mean, like I said, I know I shouldn't be talking about this shit. But I thought it'd be interesting for you. And it's interesting for me to talk about, you know? Oh, uh, what else? What else is, fuck, this person keeps calling me. Who is this? Should we, should we see? No. Sorry. Not the right time. I gotta get to my fucking... What else has been going on? Oh, what's with fucking people having backup accounts on Instagram? I I follow... uh, Every single one of my Instagram stories starts with... So I follow a lot of models on Instagram, and they do this one thing that's really weird. That's just the formula for my stories about Instagram. But this was no exception. Because this one one has been weirding me out recently. Backup accounts. Why do people make backup accounts on Instagram? What's, what's it for? Is your main account going to get deleted for some reason? That makes me think you're doing something mad sketchy on your main account if you are at risk of needing to use your backup account. That's what a backup is for. It's for when the main one is you're not able to use it anymore, so then you have to use your backup. Like, and they post the same shit. I get it if you want to have, like, a second channel on YouTube where you post different shit. Shout out Insanely Chill YouTube channel on YouTube. But, it's, but a backup, it doesn't, that doesn't mean, it, that is, it's not a backup then. What are you backing up? They post the same shit. Just save your pictures to your phone. That's a backup. <laughs> Why do you have to have a backup account? What's going to happen to your main account? And what's the point of having a backup account then? It doesn't make any sense. 
You can have a Finsta. You can have one of those. I have one. It's Cody Kook. C-O-D-Y-K-O-O-K. But that's a whole different shit. I post, I post like funny pictures on there. These models just post hot pics on their backup accounts too. I don't know. I don't really have any more funny insights about that. I think I have ADHD. Or ADD, actually. Oh, fuck. I'm just looking at the... Oh. Huh. I'm just looking at the um, Wikipedia for Natasha Leggero, that comedian I said was at the thing. She's married to Moshe Kasher, my favorite comedian whose book I'm reading right now. Makes a lot of sense. Makes sense. That's why they showed up together. (laughs) The pieces are falling into place, baby. Crazy. This is almost as cool of an insight as the little DSLR tidbit I gave you earlier. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But you, you listen to this podcast, you get, in, you get a lot of info. This is a very educational podcast. Ah, feel good. I feel good. I feel like I've uh, informed some people. I feel like I've enlightened some people today. And you're more woke for having listened to this. Uh, anyways, I think I have ADD. <laughs> oh my god, that was fucking perfect. That was not that was not planned at all. I literally just went off on some stupid tangent in the middle of me trying to talk about how I have ADD. Wow, that's just proof right there. I think I have ADD. The the thing is, it's getting worse, and so this is what happens. I'll be on. My mind like moves at a million miles per hour. I swear to fucking God. And so I can't like, I'll be doing one thing online or maybe on my computer or something. And all of a sudden I'll have like a little like, oh, you should look up this or you should be like, you should uh, maybe you should check how many streams you've been getting on Keep Your Dick Fat on Spotify, right? I'll have that thought. Like that's something that you should do right now or like in the next 45 seconds. You should do that because that's something you're interested in and that's something you want to do. And so I'll go, oh yeah, great call. And I'll open up Chrome on my computer and I'll just immediately forget what the fuck I was about to do. Like immediately. And it's always because like something else is open on my page. So I'll get, I'll get distracted. Like I'll open up Chrome and it'll like open it up to fucking, I don't know. Like I'll just like, as of a habit, I'll click, I'll type Twitter. And then, and then I press enter on Twitter and I read a tweet and then I'm like, wait, 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 what the fuck was I, what was I doing? I know I had a goal here. But I, I always forget it, and then I'll remember it like 45 minutes later, and the same shit will happen. So I'll just never end up looking up the stat that I wanted to look at, but I'll open up Twitter 400 times and read the same stale-ass tweets. And this, happened, this is getting worse for me. Does this happen to you guys? Do I need to fucking take Adderall or something? <laughs> I don't want to. I've never taken Adderall for, like, productive reasons. Um... Like I never did it. Like I never did it to study in college or anything. So I don't know how would how it would affect me like in a day to day environment. Like if I would be able to actually get more work done or like focus more. But I feel like that shit's just like a rabbit hole, you know? Because I feel like we all have ADD. Because I've always been like this, and I'm still productive. 
I get shit done. It's just like, it's getting a little bit worse in terms of like make, making myself stay focused. So I'm hoping, I mean, I can still do it, but I'm just hoping. I'm going to turn off. Uh, I'm trying to turn off fucking, eh, whatever. Trying to turn off autofocus. You guys were fucking complaining last time after the Noel episode because it was constantly faded in and out of focus. But it seems to be tracking my face all right. Sorry if you're listening to this on podcast app or whatever. Um, talking so much about YouTube, but... Oh, that's another thing. This fucking... This podcast... It was on... It was 20... It's 23 on the comedy charts right now. That's the highest it's ever been. Let's see what it is right now. 29. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Okay, it fell a little bit, but it was 23 this morning. 20 fucking three. That's insane. It was high. That's higher than Jenna and Julian's. That's higher than fucking Ari Shafir or whatever. Higher than Crystalia's. Higher than Pete Holmes's. That's crazy. So thank you if you guys are fucking with it. Uh, I know it's getting a ton of views on YouTube recently. So thank you guys if you're fucking with it. Appreciate you. Um, Again, just didn't finish my rant on ADD because I have ADD and that's another perfect example. Crazy how just... Uh, oh, here's, here's something I wanted to do. So people have been telling me to read... Uh, to read the rev- iTunes reviews of my song, Keep You Dick Fat. And so I'm going to do that. I haven't read them yet. Okay, here's the first one. It's got 165 star reviews. That's crazy. The first one is from June 12th. This is by a person named It Really Works. (laughs) The title is Timeless. A lyrical evolution into the depths of the unknown springs a new song from the one and only artist himself, Cody Ko. And Noel, thank you very much. I think my ears are dancing. Oh wait, that's me, I say, as I trot across wildflowers. (laughs) It's a hit for the ages and one that will even get grandma off her feet. Better than Airbud. I'm a vegetarian, but I'll eat a Philly cheesesteak every day. 10 out of 10 would recommend this song. Great song to play as your alarm, too. <laughs> Fucking. See, the movie just stopped recording. God damn it. That would be a good video, me just trotting through wildflowers. That, that should have been the video for it. Instead of us in a fucking garage. I need water. I never have water. Next review. I cannot believe I just spent 99 cents on this. (laughs) Neither. This song saved my life and the title is Surreal Experience. (laughs) Why was it surreal? It must have been fucking good then. Iconic bop. This song goes. Fucking greatest song ever. So poetic. It inspired me to be a better person. Absolute work of art. Oh, man. The reviews are in, folks. They're kind of boring, though. But download download Keep Your Dick Fat on iTunes. Or don't. Honestly, I don't really care at this point. It's kind of old news, you know? It's old news. I'm on to bigger and better things. I, um... 
shooting a video today, actually, that will hopefully be out on Friday that I've been working hard on for a little while. So um, keep an eye out for that. I posted a video today where I went back and looked at, uh, I hit 300 fucking, we're at 320,000 subscribers on YouTube or something like that, which is sick. Um, and so I did a little video where I looked back on my old videos, like the first video I ever posted to YouTube, which was kind of funny. It's me just acting like I don't give a shit about YouTube. It's funny, like the people who like popped off on Vine that transitioned hard to YouTube, like when they were super popular, like Liza and Gabby and I mean, like even David to some extent, but I think Liza and Gabby like did it first, um, like pushed their Vine audience onto YouTube. I always felt weird about doing that, but it's like now you look back and it's like, damn it, damn it. Wish I did that, you know? Hindsight's twenty twenty, I guess, is what they say. But now it's like, now we're building a new audience. And it's fun, you know? And I think we're having fun together. Um, let's see what else do I got coming up. I, I uh, So Thursday, I'm going down to VidCon. I'm going to be there for, trust me, I don't want to fucking be there, but I'm going to be there for a day. I got duped into going, I swear to God. I'm just so not into these fucking conventions anymore. I've, I've, been, to the, I've been to them the past three years now, and it's never per- really productive. Like, of course, getting to meet the people that watch my stuff is always really cool, um, like to a certain extent. But like, you know, people go down in a productive sense where they will do like panels or they will meet up with other creators, I guess, meet up with brands. But it's always a waste of time. It really is. You just go down there, you party, you drink a lot, you're hungover the whole time. I mean, this isn't just me either. This is like the general consensus. And you're stuck in a hotel lobby for three days. And it's not really that productive ever. You come out of the, you come out of the weekend and everyone's like, oh man, that was fucking exhausting. Like, it's just like, and, and as soon as it's coming up, everyone has this kind of like, oh, I don't really want to go, but you know, it's VidCon, you got to do it. So I got duped into going. I said no. I booked a flight to Barcelona for Friday so that I didn't have to go for the whole weekend. And my manager was like, well, uh, there's some stuff going on Thursday. Would you mind going down on Thursday? And I was like, no, it's fine. I can go down for one day, whatever. She was like, great. Okay, we can do, um, you know, there's this thing that you can do where you can host something or whatever. And I was like, okay, that sounds kind of cool. And she's like, then, I mean, you know, one more thing, we'll just... I don't know, we'll just do like drinks afterwards with this guy who's like a brand person. I was like, okay, okay, fine. We, two things, that's, that's fine. And she was like, yep, just two things. And then, and then there's one more thing after that. And then the full screen party. And then there's another thing after that. But that's it. Then you're good. Then you're good. And I'm like, okay, so it's a full fucking day now of like, I don't know, just being in this hotels, meeting with people, whatever. And then she's like, and also keep your Friday open because there might be some more stuff on Friday. I'm like, fucking, I just got duped into going and doing the same shit. But whatever, at least I'm not going to be there on Saturday and Sunday. I mean, I'm sure going as like a fan, if you go to VidCon as a fan, it's a little bit of a better experience, I would assume. Maybe not. 
I don't really know. I don't. I just don't really like the whole thing. It feels weird to me. It always has. It always has. Playlist was even worse. And yeah, I just just not gonna go to them anymore, except for this one, and probably get duped into the future ones too. But dude, I'm fucking pumped for Barcelona. I am pumped. So I'm going to Barcelona on Friday. I am uh, going to Ibiza like right away for a couple days and then flying back to Barcelona, spending like another five days there. And then I'm flying to London for a few days. Then I'm flying to Hungary for like five days. Then I'm going to Havar and I'm going to be doing like beach and like boat parties for a few days. I think I'm going to be gone for like three and a half weeks. I don't have a flight back yet, so I got to fucking do that. I was looking at them yesterday and they're all a thousand dollars, of course. I always do this. I always wait for the last second and the f- just end up spending so much goddamn money on flights. But alas, it must be done. I'm fucking pumped. I'm pumped. I've always wanted to go to Ibiza, always, because I've heard it's crazy. And I feel like I'm getting to the point now where I'm like almost too old to really go, you know? All my friends went to college. And they were like, dude, it's crazy, dude. Yeah, you can like buy Molly on the beach and fucking parties go all night. And I'm like, wow, that sounds sick when I was 22. But now it's like, oh, I'm getting a little bit old for that. And I think when I'm 20, when I turn 27, that's going to be like the, you know, the, the cutoff. It's like, okay, you can't go to a visa anymore. Sorry. Too old. They, there's an there's a age limit at the airport. They, they send you back to Barcelona if you're over 27. <laughs> Sorry, can't can't be here, you fucking geezer. Scram! Get out of here, you're too old to be doing Molly on the beach. You old motherfucker. <laughs> old old piece of shit. <laughs> no, it's it's gonna be fucking fun. You ever you guys ever listen to that song? By the Venga Boys? I'm going to Ibiza. Da-la-la-la. That's where my fascination with Ibiza started, right there. I think I was like 15 when I was into that song. No, younger, dude. 12 when I was into that song. The Venga Boys. Whatever fucking happened to the Venga Boys? Whatever happened to them? You think they're still doing their thing? You think they're fucking partying on Ibiza? Probably not. They're like 40 now. They're way too old. We're going to Ibiza. Back to the islands. We're gonna have a party. So I thought I would ASMR it for you. Shh. ASMR. What is it? What's the point? Yo, if you think I should start an ASMR channel, let me know. Let me know. Maybe I'll do, maybe I'll like read fan fiction in ASMR. Do a whole channel just dedicated to that. All right, should we read the fucking hashtag? Let's read it. Oh. All right, this person just sends me a meme. Guy, I bought you camouflage. Girl, why? Guy, because I don't want to fucking see you anymore. It's mean. Oh, that's a little bit mean. 
Have you noticed that at the beginning of Back to the Crib, Joel Santana does the same douchey laugh as you? No, I have not noticed that. Really? Is that a thing? Let's check it out. Uh, that If you don't know, that's my outro song on YouTube. That's the song I use for my outros. Let's see. I hope I don't get copyrighted for this. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, there it is. Ha ha. That's really funny. I didn't notice that, but that explains why I was so... Uh, uh, you know what I, else I realized about that song? It's like it's like a little bit rapey. If you listen to the lyrics, it's weird. Chris Brown says, uh, it's like, Oh, um, uh, she don't know that we going back to the crib, back to the crib. She don't know that we're going back to the crib. Ooh. Ooh. Rapey. Rapey. A little bit rapey. I, I realized that. Like, I was singing it. I didn't, had no idea what the lyrics said. And then I realized it, and I was like, ugh. I feel weird about singing this now. How could that possibly be construed any other way? She don't, she don't know that we're going back to the crib? What's going to happen when you guys arrive at the crib? Hey, surprise. We're at my crib. Now you have to have sex with me. So rapey, dude. Oh, I wonder what he was going for. Okay, here's another simple question that someone asked me. This is by Will. He goes, if you were sliding down a water slide and all of a sudden started to feel a rumble beneath you, would you A, look up to the slide to make sure a small child was not tumbling towards you at the risk of missing the thrill of the sick water slide, B, ride the rest of the slide and then report the rumble to the overly tan, probably high bro of a lifeguard at the bottom, or C, just stop lying to yourself and admit that you farted, C. Confidently can say that I would go with C on that. Please more juicy and talk more about your dating history. Like what personality, physical characteristics do you like? <laughs> Why would I do that? Uh, I don't know. Big tits. <laughs> uh, is that really interesting to you? I like, I like, okay, here. I don't want to get too personal with this shit, but I like brunettes. I like brunettes. That's like brunette girls. Um... What else would I say about that? Someone who, someone who's like, someone who's like motivated, busy, you know? Because I feel like I'm busy, so I need someone. It was do- like my dude, my my ex girlfriend and I had like, like she worked fucking hard as shit, and so we would just not text the whole day, and it was awesome. It was awesome. Try that. If you're dating someone, be like, hey, let's not text during the day at all. And then when we saw each other at night, we had like so much shit to talk about. We like felt like we didn't see each other all day, which was great because it felt even better to see the person. You're talking to someone all day and you see them and you're like, I already know everything about you. We've already been joking around all day. What's the fucking point? (laughs) Besides like sex, I guess. I don't know. You know, I don't know. Maybe that's. I feel like with modern relationships now, you're just always, always talking. And it's like, you're going to get sick of the person. It was awesome. We would not talk all day. And then I would feel legitimately like refreshed when I saw her. Try that. Try it with your significant other. Talk to them. Be like, hey, shut the fuck up. Don't talk to me all day. Do you ever feel like texting me? Shut the fuck up. 
Um, so yeah, that, I mean, that's a little, I guess that's a little, that's a little bit about dating history. Uh, I had a, I had a, I had a girlfriend in college too. <laughs> there, there's a little bit more about my dating history. I'm not going to get into that. Uh, tell more travel stories on the podcast or your YouTube. I was trying to think of one yesterday. Cause there's definitely a bunch, but I can't really remember. I'll think of some good ones. I know there's some ones from, okay, here's one. Okay. Uh, in Bali, when we lived in Bali, we, we lived there for a month and we rented like scooters to drive around because we would, we lived like not that close to the beach and we were, we were surfing like every single day. So we rented scooters for the whole month. And the problem is the cops there will target white people on scooters and pull you over and claim that you have to have a, a a global driver's license or like a world driver's license or something, which I guess technically you do. But, um, Baby, basically, they just like they get you to bribe them to to not give you to not bring you to fucking jail, and it happened so many times to the point where we would just get pulled over and we'd be like, "God damn it!" Like we know what you're doing. This has happened to us sixty times by your friends. Can you just let us go? Like it sucked, man. We had to pay them like anywhere from like twenty to a hundred dollars, depending on how like mean the cop was, and it sucked. It's like you're just trying to go to the beach, you know, driving safe, like. Um, so that's, a, that's, a, that's not that interesting of a story, but a little tidbit. Again, this is an, insp- this is an educational podcast, so you can take that, and you know, if you go to Bali, get your world's driver's license. Go, just go to the DMV and get it. I think it takes a couple weeks, and then you can just show it that fucking rub it in their cop's face. You shorten words to make fun of people who abbreviate words. But you don't do it so often that it's not ironic anymore. It's so Venice. I don't really understand that. Uh, what editing software do you use? Premiere. Cody's podcasts are lit. Well, thank you. Uh, what qualities, talents would you steal from your friends? Oh, oh, spicy question. Oh, that's a good one. Noel, I would steal his like ability to direct and produce. He's really fucking good at that shit. Like being able to like, like watch his videos. They're insanely like, they look like cinema quality. His shots. He's a really good director and I'm not, I just don't know how to set up a frame. Look at this frame right now. Shitty. It's like I'm in the middle. It's like a bookshelf behind me. It's just not a good look. So definitely that. Um, what else would I steal from my friends? I feel like this is too juicy of a subject to really get into. This is like my relationship stuff. You guys want me to go deep, but it's like, I don't know. Marcus is a really hard worker. He's, he's, uh, but I'm a hard worker too. I don't, I don't know. I feel like I'm just going to scratch the surface on that and that's it. We're just going to say I'm going to steal the ability to direct from Noel and his stand up too. It's fucking funny on stage. Better than me. 
All right, guys, I'm going to wrap this up because uh, I'm tired and I got to go shoot this damn video for y'all and keep an eye out on for it on Friday. And uh, guys, if you like this podcast, you know the deal. Patreon, please subscribe or donate to me on Patreon. It's Patreon, or I guess contribute is a better word. Patreon.com slash Cody Co. Uh, it helps a lot. It really does. I fucking bought headphones now to use for the weekend edition. And... It was like 45 bucks and they're the cheapest goddamn headphones. And so now like that's how much I make on one episode of this a week. Just used entirely on three pairs of headphones. So uh, if you like it, I would love, uh, would appreciate it if you contributed to the Patreon. And keep it real and book me on Cameo if you want. Book Cameo.com slash Cody Co. if you want a birthday message or something. And keep it locked in there, you know, and keep it real. Have a great rest of your week, but keep in mind it is only Wednesday, so you do have half the week left, but don't let it get you down. I'm sure you'll be fine, and I'm sure you'll you'll have a great rest of your week. And uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter, Cody Co, Cody Co on everything, and give this a five-star review on iTunes if you like it. Let's climb those part podcast charts. Let's fucking dominate this shit. Ugh. It's starting to sound like Ty Lopez or something, or Logan Paul. That's like a lo- the way Logan Paul would end his podcast. All right, Mavericks, let's get this shit to the top, baby. Let's dominate. Later, guys. Love you. I don't know. Do I?